Engine and rescue. Respond to three alarm structure fire. Welcome to the Lad Life Podcast, where your hosts talk all about how to prevent fires in your marriage, as well as your health and fitness journey. Suit up, grab your pre-workout as they talk about living in fulfillment every day. Now, here are your hosts, firefighter paramedic Shane and his better half, Michelle. Welcome back to the Lad Life Podcast. Today, we are going to talk all about fire department life. I'm basically just going to be asking Shane common questions that we get about how he got there, schooling, what it's like at his department, all the fun stuff. A little Q&A for you guys. To preface this episode, I'm just going to state that I work for a small department in Central Florida. So this is how the Central Florida Fire Department works. Not sure how it works where you guys live. So this is mainly just how it's done in Florida. Yes. Could be the same. And also, Shane is a career paid firefighter. Correct. All right. First question When did you know you wanted to become a firefighter? So, in the summer between my junior and senior year, I had a little accident in the pool. I was a lifeguard, water polo player. I lived in the pool and actually had a shallow water blackout. So, I I had a near drowning. Um, And I don't remember any of it, um, but I do remember stories from what people have told me. Firefighters pretty much saved my life, got me out of the water, got me to the right uh, appropriate facility, and I am healthy today because of them. Um, Also, I do have a few good firefighter friends that kind of told me about their jobs and careers and stuff like that, so that kind of intrigued me, so I, I went down that path and I really enjoyed it. I'm going to add a little piece. Shane used to joke around a lot. So his near drowning, people thought he was kidding. I was the jokester lifeguard and I joked around about drowning all the time. Don't do that because I eventually did drown and they did not believe me for like 30 seconds. They were like hitting him with pool noodles. I was unconscious under the water, legit drowning. So don't play around in the water and act like you're drowning. Exactly. There's a joke that he was a lifeguard and drowned and that he's a firefighter and his house is going to catch on fire. So let's uh, hope that hope does to not God happen. That does not happen. So next question. All right. So what does schooling look like to get into the fire department and how long is each schooling? So I started with my associate's degree. You don't have to get that before a fire academy or anything like that. I just decided to. That's two years. Uh, and then after that, I went into EMT school, which is one semester, 16 weeks. After that, I went into fire school. Where I went at Seminole State, it was about six months long. It depends on the hours and the length of time, but roughly it was six months for me. Uh, From there, I got a job, and then I went into paramedic school because they paid for my schooling. Uh, Paramedic school is three semesters or one year long. The good... Upside, I guess, in Florida, um, depending on the degree you get, AA, bachelor's, master's, whatever degree, the government will give you money into your salary um, for your type of degree. So it's a higher education, which is really, really good. Um, Another little side note, a lot of departments will pay for your schooling. Uh, Like my department paid for my paramedic school, which is good. So if you don't have the money or resources to get like an AA or whatever, or 
go through medic school, get hired on, and then most likely they will pay for it because they want people to further their education. Yep. They want smart people. They do want smart people. <laughs> okay. Next question. What is your schedule? Great question. Uh, my schedule, I work 24 hours and I'm off for 48. We average about 56 hours a week. Yes, we get to sleep on the job, but we average 56 hours a week. Yearly average, we are right under 3,000 hours. So 2,912 hours a year. So if you do the math, a normal person that works a nine to five job, 40 hours a week, you average 2,080 hours a, a year. So we roughly work almost 900 more hours a year than a person that works a nine to five job. And that's not if we'd take any overtime. That's just base 2448 schedule. Yeah. And he says they get to sleep on the job, but their sleep is often interrupted. Yes. All right. Next question. What kind of testing do you take through the schooling and hiring process? So I'll kind of walk through. So with EMT school, what testing do you go through there? Obviously, to graduate school, you take their test, but to get certified, you have to take the NREMT, which is the National Registry of Emergency Medical Technicians. And then for the Fire Academy? Fire Academy, they have two portions for this. One is the physical portion. You actually go and do physical stuff outside, all the firefighter things. And then also you do have to do a written portion as well. And then any testing required before being hired? Most departments will require a physical portion and a written portion as well. What does what are the like what does the physical portion of that test look like? Is that the same as the fire academy or is it some some departments will use the same physical portion that the fire academy used, throwing ladders, all the all the normal stuff that base standard firefighters should know out of school. And then paramedic school. That was a doozy. Um, that's a whole nother story. But they also require you to pass this, the school testing and then to get nationally certified or state certified, you take the National Registry of Emergency Medical Technicians. It's the same company, but a different level of schooling, a different test alone. So when you want to become a national registered EMT, you take a certain test, and then when you want to become a national registered paramedic, that's a whole different test. Same company, two different tests. And you have to pass that, right, in order to become an official paramedic, right? To be nationally certified, correct. So what if you don't want to be nationally certified? So you just want to work in your little Longwood Fire Department. So the state of Florida, um, you have to be nationally certified to be state certified. You yeah. can't, there's... We, state of florida passed a law recently where you can't just be state there was a separate test to be state certified but now it's just national and national registry only so basically it's required correct to be fully paramedic any other testing outside of that not that i know of do you want to talk about your paramedic test i think that's i don't know i think it's pivotal in sure sure just real quick I'm not a great test taker, so... But it's also a very hard test. Yes, it is a very hard test. Uh, the National Registry test for paramedic, you get six tries. Um, after six, you have to go do school again. You do have a time frame to do those six tests. I believe it's two years after you complete the schooling. 
Um, I had to take it four times yeah. to pass it. He failed his first three times. After you fail the first three, you have to do a re, re refresher refresher course, which I did, and then from there I passed it the next time. Um, it's just like the National Registry for EMT. It's um, computer generated. You don't know the questions. It's a test bank of over thousands and thousands of questions that they randomly pull. So, I think that was just awesome to kind of watch you through. I know it was not fun for you to have to take very that stressful. Test four times. And and the thing is, they don't tell you pass or fail that day. And it, it, there's no certain number of questions. So one time I got up to eighty and they cut me off. One time I got to one hundred and fifty, they cut me off. One Both time. times those were fails. Correct. So it, it doesn't matter what question or how many questions. Um, and you walk out, you don't know if you pass or fail. Yeah, he made me check the website and I had to break the news yeah. to him. And it's expensive. Just to let you guys know, it's $125 every time to take the National Registry for a paramedic. So it got pricey as well, but I stuck to it and finally... I think I had a lot to do with it. Yeah. I'm just kidding. No, the fourth time he took it. So he took it... When did you first take it? Like so I, I graduated school in August of 2019. My first, you have to wait about a month. My first attempt was September, then October, and then November. And then we decided to wait till after the holidays to Correct. retest. Then I but then you had to do a refresher course. Did my refresher course January, February. Then, of course, COVID, COVID hit. <laughs> Testing centers closed down. Couldn't test until April. They just opened the testing centers for first responders. Went, took my test, and I sat in the car and. Yep, she drove me the whole time. Passed it. We felt, threw a party. He was on shift, and yep. I was checking. We didn't think we were gonna get it because it was a Sunday night. He came home, and I used his flashcards as confetti, and they, oh, were, they were all everywhere. over the house. Everywhere. It was so fun, yes. though. We were like screaming and yes. yelling. It was awesome. Anyways, okay, moving on. What is the difference between an EMT and a paramedic? Um, in the state of Florida, all career firefighters are required to be at least an EMT. Most departments in Florida, including mine, are both fire and EMS, emergency medical services, which is uh, we are dual certified. So one day we might show up and we're on the fire truck. One day we might show up and we're on an ambulance or the rescue. So we are dual certified. We could do multiple jobs. With that being said, an EMT is an emergency medical technician. You could do the bare minimum. They're BLS, basic life support. Um, nothing invasive to the body, meaning they can't start IVs and do all the cool stuff. A paramedic, that's what you could do all the cool stuff for. You go to school to innovate IVs, all the push drugs. You know all the different drugs and what drugs to give. And it's a lot more detailed than an EMT. He's basically a doctor. I'm just, just kidding. kidding. Um, I mean, he's not a doctor. No, not a doctor. But <laughs> yes, paramedics are ALS, advanced life support, so they get to do more things for the patient. The way that he explained it to me is EMTs cannot intrude the skin. So Correct. basically, you're just doing all of the basic things. Yep. Paramedics do all of the intrusive things poking and prodding, like we the, could start IVs, yeah. all that good stuff. Those. He's always really good at explaining things. All right, next question. What are the special teams you can be on in the fire service? I'll just go over some that we have in our EMS system or our fire system. We have forestry firefighting, special ops, hazmat, dive team. You could be on 
anything dealing with an emergency um, or somebody in trouble, they have a, a special team for. So you don't only have to be on a ambulance or only be on a, a re or a uh, fire engine. You could be on a tower, you know, high rescue angles, all that good stuff. So there's multiple routes you could go in on. So I saw you catch yourself. So when he says, so there's the ambulance, they often call that the box. Or a rescue. Yeah. Or a rescue. And then the fire truck, they often call that the engine. Correct. So those are kind of interchangeable. We'll try and stick to ambulance, but sometimes it's just habit. Yeah. Um, do you have any of those certifications or do you want to get any of them? In our fire academy, we were trained to be forest firefighters, forestry firefighting. That's a whole nother story. And God bless those guys that do that because that's yeah. some dangerous stuff. So. Yeah. I don't have any desire to do that. Thank no. goodness. But no, mad respect for everybody who does that. Okay, last question. What is the average career span for a firefighter? So it depends on where you work. Um, if you're state uh, or city owned. But for our department, we're 25 years. Um, some departments are up to 30 years. Some departments are down to 20 years. So it just depends on what their contract is and how long they've negotiated that for. So you're 25. Correct. All right. So that's all we had. Now I have a few questions for you okay. about being a fire wife. Okay. First question. What was it like when I responded to my first actual fire? Oh, man. So we went into this and we had a lot of counseling from one of our really good friends who um, also was a firefighter, is a firefighter. And the one thing that he does anytime they get a call as he's running to the trucks or whatever it may be, he just texts his wife on a call. No specifics of what kind of call, just on a call. And then when he gets back, he texts me, we're back. So we had it like, I don't want to know when you're on your way to a fire. Tell me when you're back and you're safe. Well, he was really excited, and he texted me in all caps. I was at work, and he said, on my way to my first fire. Oh, my gosh, major panic. Bad idea. Don't do that. I learned my my mistake. Don't yep. learn from my mistake. Don't do that. Now it's fine just because I kind of I've realized that, first of all, he went to school for this. Like, he knows, like, if it's dangerous, they don't go in. If there's not people inside, they don't go in. Back then, I just thought... They're firefighters. They run into burning buildings. And so I've, I've panicked. And it was several hours before I heard from him. I was Googling like fires in the area, like trying to find all this information. I was texting our friend that I just mentioned, his wife and him, both of them, and freaking out. He was trying to get on the radar system. I don't know what you call it to kind of find out what the yeah. fire was. So it's very nerve wracking. An average fire, like you could be on for couple of hours to even more like if it's big enough and there's multiple alarms like you could be at a fire for this was a through through like the night yeah so this was a big one it was a, <clears throat> a house fire correct so it was it's just it was harder than i've gotten better um i've just realized that shane's kind of reassured me that his life is just precious and i respect him for that and he his goal no matter what is to come home to me the next day yes so very nerve-wracking when he texted me that, but yeah. So next question, how has my schedule impacted you personally? Ooh, that's good. So as he mentioned, he works 24 hours, so he works 8 a.m. to 8 a.m., and then he's off for 48. So pre-COVID, it sounds like a great 
schedule. I mean, on paper, it looks great. He's off for two full days. So pre-COVID, when I was working in the office, a lot of his 48 hours off, I mean, I was in the office working all day. So he was home and we had very little time together. So we were very good about prioritizing our time. So it was really hard for me at first. Um, I was very independent when we were dating and even before we got married. Like I just liked being alone and I still do. But when we got married, I just loved the idea of him and having him around. And so when he was gone for those 24 hours, I just, it, it was really hard at first. I didn't really know how to kind of take it. And so now I've just kind of learned um, that after the 24 hours are up, he'll be back. Nights are hard. Um, you just kind of learn to get into a routine. I think that's the biggest thing is just getting into a routine. Yeah. Um, and when I'm on shift, we text each other pretty day. much all day. At night, I'll FaceTime her. She FaceTime me. We talk all the time whenever we can. Yeah. So that helps a lot. Yeah, I FaceTime him more so on the weekends when I'm not yeah. working. He has like a million FaceTimes yeah. from me. And if he's she'll on come the call. up, yeah, and she'll come up and visit. So yeah, I am away for. 24 hours, but we do yeah. prioritize seeing each other, talking to each other, communicating to each other. So that's important. Yeah, I think that's huge. And last question, what is your favorite thing about being a firewife? So I think, I mean, as cheesy as this sound sounds, I just think it's so, like, it's, I think it's awesome to say that you're a firefighter just because I feel like it's pretty, such a... Pretty cool, right? It is. No, I just feel like, I mean, it is actually, but you know what I mean? I just feel like it's such a selfless job. I mean, everything that he does within his job is for someone else. Like he doesn't want to be woken, woken up in the middle of the night to go and help somebody, but he does it. Like he he picked a career that he literally just gets to impact people's lives and save people's lives. I mean, I get goosebumps thinking about when he texted me with his first code and he literally saved the guy's life. Like he got an award for it. And I just think that it's it is so rewarding knowing that he is doing something so impactful to other people. Um, and I think, honestly, I know we just talked about the schedule, but I think that schedule is what has brought us so close. I mean, mm -hmm. we are apart for 24 hours, and when we are together, it just makes our time so much sweeter because exactly. we we know that those days aren't there, so we that's why we spend so much time together. And we talked about it in one of our last episodes, but that's part of why we literally do everything together. Because, I mean, if you think about it, he misses out on a third of our life together. So we just try and make up for that. So I think my favorite thing is just how you're living in such selflessness and then just the schedule and it bringing us close together. Thank you for sharing this. Yeah, I appreciate thanks for that. Asking. So that was all about the fire department life. And of course, we'll dive deeper into more fire related stuff in episodes to come. If you have questions, feel free to DM us on Instagram at underscore the lad life. We love answering your questions and just talking about what you guys want to hear about. So be sure to like, subscribe, do all the fun things. Leave comments, rate Review. Radar, re review it, whatever you do on this thing. <laughs> yeah, we're still new, but yeah. we love being here. We love just kind of sharing our life with you guys, and we hope that we can continue to impact lives. We will see you all on the next episode of The Lab Life. Thank you for joining us. Thanks so much for tuning in. Join your hosts weekly as they share the raw, unedited Lad Life. 
If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort, and we'll catch you in the next episode.